0: So, um, as, as Jordan's putting his ears on, um, assuming this, we're just going to say that this episode is going out after the one we just recently (laughs) recorded because I have a funny feeling we, I say we, but I did not hit record on the mics.
1: If the audio in in our last podcast sounded really bad, sounded interesting or bad in any way. I'm sorry. It's my fault.
0: We spent 50 minutes on that. We were not We were not doing a do-over, sorry. We were on fire. I know, we were like <laughs> in it and so good. And I turned over, I was like, oh no, rookie mistake, man. This is, BP3 is usually, are you checking? Okay, BP3 is usually my like, he walks around, checks everything. And he's not, he's not here. That's, I needed you, BP3. I'm sorry. You
1: need a production team, if anyone's interested.
0: <laughs> Anyone local would be great. Yes. Yeah,
1: if you happen to be down the street. You know,
0: I've thought about um, actually going to, like, Polytech. Polytech. Mm-hmm. Um, I, people call it, like, BoTech. I don't know what other humans call it, but we call it Polytech around here. Those
1: are probably the only two terms, terms cool. for it. Okay. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about going there one time and doing, like, um, like almost like an internship with what I do. Because I have one young girl helping me, um, but... Someone that wants to do what we do, or is mm-hmm. into audio and video and photography, like if you know anyone locally, send them my way. I think that'd be fun.
1: I started out um, doing radio and TV, really? uh, TV at uh, 100 Central. So
0: oh, they have that. Yeah, sorry for our, sorry,
1: sorry for everyone that went to the surrounding schools. I don't know what they have there but hundred yeah, central Central's we they have their own radio baller. station own radio station yep. it turned 90.5 90.5 WCVH.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: your home for today's hottest country
0: yes country music <laughs> <laughs> are you the one that's recorded is that, is that you
1: we i i was there when they started when they turned it to the first year i did it it was a free for all mm-hmm. literally they would the teacher would go you had a time frame from you know, whatever it was after school, there was like three time slots for people from the class to do it. You'd go in, you'd press a button that turned it over to like manual that you were in control now, like off of like just the automatic playing. And you could literally just sit there and put, I would bring my aging myself here. I would bring my bag and case of CDs and just here goes, here goes, Will, here goes will smith big oh. willie style that's going On in country it was not country at the time wow. it was this was the year before agree. Okay. this is my first year there and it, you could just play whatever you wanted i'd be throwing in lincoln park
0: yeah
1: will smith uh yeah probably like tim mcgraw and stuff in there too um and you just play whatever and you would just interrupt every once in a while tell like a funny story if with your buddy that's in there with you yeah. and then then you were done and then the following year, a teacher came in that was like a legit radio guy. And he's like, mm-hmm. We're turning this into mm-hmm. like a legit station. Mm-hmm. The demographic in this area, they want country music. We're going to give them country <laughs> they music. They don't want Lincoln Park. Sorry. They didn't. Well, they just didn't want, They nobody was listening to the radio mm-hmm. station because it was just random stuff. Yeah. And so they turned to country. And like, I would have people years later be like, Oh, yeah, I listen, that's what I listen to all the time because I'm only in town. Because it doesn't have, like, the widest range. Mm-hmm. It, it reaches outside and County, but it's mostly and County that it reaches to. And it people want to listen to country music. It's crystal clear. Yeah, it's good. And it's it's good. And so, anyway, that's where I, st- I started doing that there. Same with the TV. They have a TV television program. They do their own. They have their own channel. Probably, on, I think it's still on, like, local cable.
0: TV? Yeah. I don't get TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: think anybody does local no. cable anymore. So I don't know what they do now.
0: Do you still, have to like, plug that in? to get that right. Yeah. Yeah, no, and yeah. I don't have that. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's that's cords and stuff. Mm-hmm. People are all the cable. It's hey, a cable. It's, people are cordless now. Yeah. Um
0: Welcome to
1: 2023. Based on our last topic, yeah. Yeah. Um And so that's where I started. So there's plenty of people I think that would love to do that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And I think for like a it, it's good to have on your resume. Oh. And hell and Hell yeah. Hi. I mean, we're not getting younger, no offense, but I feel for us in this channel and this podcast and all that I want to do, we need to be able to keep up with what's hip and fun. And so I think some young blood would be good. Unfortunately.
1: It it definitely wouldn't hurt to learn what's you know what I'm, I that yeah, I think about the equipment that's being used around like none of this was a thought. Obviously, lighting, yeah. camera, but like I was, we were recording (laughs) recording, right? Okay. PTSD. But it was like you, um, we look. we worked with like legit TV cameras, the ones that have the teleprompters on the front. And like, that was, that's really cool to learn. I'd
0: like to have a teleprompter. Next. (laughs) Next. You need a
1: teleprompter for your brother. Um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Keep him
0: (laughs) bullet points, Billy.
1: But like, you know, so you, you see that the evolution of equipment, like it's honestly insane to me that this is the stuff that I would use, oh my god, fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and it's here. Yeah, it's here in this shop. Mm-hmm. We you have multiple microphones. You have something that's dumbed down from this huge board that I that I would use again fifteen years ago. Yeah, it's dumbed down to like this cool thing. thing.
0: Yeah,
1: um, you know, I have this kind of same setup like in my house for mm-hmm. doing what I you know for the streams that I do. And to have the cameras here, like, it's insane to think of the technology that's come out. Yeah. And again, I don't know how I got here, but, you know, to have, if you have the opportunity to bring somebody in that could even evolve that even more or show you different techniques, that'd be off. Aw- that's awesome. Yeah. And that's growth.
0: It's growth. <laughs> Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Dirt Track Confessions podcast with your host, Mandy Pouch-Mahady. Dirt Track Confessions begins in 3, 2, 1. So guys, welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I'm your host, Manny Mahaney. Am I doing better here? This is uh, Jordan Cox joining us. Hey, everybody. <laughs> we're going to talk about our childhood problems.
1: <laughs> we're going to go to therapy today.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. How did we end up here? So, um, both Jordan and I, I mean, you n- n- were going to age, you're not much older than me, but enough that you remember more of Flemington Speedway than I do. I mm-hmm. remember, I mean, do you remember the dirt?
1: No, I was, uh, the last year of dirt was the year I was born. So I was, oh, I was.
0: Wait, when were you born?
1: 90.
0: Okay. So you're only two years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I here. was gonna let it slide. <laughs> I'm glad I'm you here caught here it yourself. I but was like, wait, I, dirt. I was born right after. We're not that much apart. Yeah, so I completely <laughs> missed miss the dirt era. But basically, yeah. your dad raised, my dad raised. We grew up at the racetrack. And um I like uh, you know, to be able to get your perspective and um mine, because I mean Mike, my husband would always be like, "You remember the food, you don't remember the racing." And I'm like, "Yeah, he's not wrong." <laughs> I can I always growing up, we'd be going, we'd be riding in the truck. I'm riding in the back seat and they're all like, "Oh, we're going to um Lincoln Speedway." And I'm like, "Okay." I look at mom. "What does Lincoln look like?" And she would explain the uh concession stands and the grandstands. And I'm like, Was there like checkered on the platform, like where you walk down the stairs? And she goes, Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I know that track. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Yeah, Williams Grove. I mean, who doesn't know Williams Grove? But like it's got the blue bridge. The bridge. Yeah. Um Ceilings Grove has the covered grandstands. Yeah. Uh, well Flemington was in our backyard, so you didn't have to explain that to me. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) Utica Rome, you could see yourself in the racetrack. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the the mirror
0: yeah it's the mirror race <laughs> track but growing up so what what would you say i mean you have kids and would would you want your children to grow up the way you grew up
1: uh, it's definitely a difficult lifestyle to be in a racing family mm-hmm. um no matter what the um no matter what level you're on you know whether it varies from you know from my standpoint of you know my dad was the
0: um uh, <laughs> sorry i checked again guys it's fun
1: if you're if you're going from the um yeah my dad was you know the saturday night warrior mm-hmm. yeah he, he was saturday nights at flemington um to your dad who was just everywhere winning races racing everywhere um not to say my, my dad traveled a lot and yeah. stuff like that. but um, Phil, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> I know you're going to hear this. You're going to watch <laughs> it, actually. So, hey, what's up? <laughs> we um, love you. Uh, we still s- have him on here, too. but continue. Yes. first. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I would, I don't, there was nothing wrong with, you know, growing up at the racetrack it's but it's a commitment mm-hmm. it's it's a commitment and it's something that that my wife and i have talked about s- several times over well, she
0: grew up the track too
1: yeah at, at, and that's the reason and that's that was one of our connections when we met um you know obviously she came from a racing family as well um she knew the commitment she was able to kind of get away from it because it wasn't it wasn't a parent of hers that yeah. was racing it was her uncle but he still you know kind of you, you know they were they're such a close family like they're and they're all into racing, both her uncles raced at one time. So it, you know there was a huge, you know, um, you know, aspect of going to the racetrack on yeah. Saturday nights. And she talks about all the time of missing parties or missing, you know, this event or or you know her her friends not understanding what what she's talking about when she's you know but she's her a lot of her friends that are still you know, around today or the ones that she made at the racetrack yeah. or, or are also in racing. Um, not to say anything about any of her other friends. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of friendships that have stuck around are the ones that she's made through racing, just yeah. like myself. Um, I mean, I've, and that's something that, you know, if I was going to your question, you know, Oh, thank I, you. Come on back. But, <laughs> absolutely. Like I, I, you know, if I end up racing more in the future and you know, Emma and Colby are, you know, uh witnesses that they are involved in that, like that's that's great. They don't have mm-hmm. to be into it, um, in any way, shape, or form. But um I think the focus might be a little bit different. I think, you know, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about my parents or my mm-hmm. dad in any way, but I would do things differently.
0: Yeah, of course. Um but I have Side note to that is, um, just going off that because I would say the same thing about my parents is, our parents raised us, hopefully better than what their parents raised us, and and what our parents want us to do is raise our next kids better. Yep. So
1: yeah, that's the uh, right. That's the that's the generational mm-hmm. thing that uh, that's just life. Yeah. You know, you want to be better than your parents, yeah. and they're you know, they want it to be better than that's their the parents, and that's yeah. that's always everyone's goal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, am I going to talk a little trash about my dad a little bit? Maybe, because, you know, there was definitely times where he wasn't around, where mm. he maybe should have, and he'll recognize that mm-hmm. and has recognized that over the years. He
0: um, turned out fine.
1: But, right, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't change any of it.
0: Yeah,
1: um, The memories that I made at Flemington Speedway are still to this day. I mean, I was only there until I was 10. Mm-hmm. They closed in 2000. Um, but I remember those days and it's, it still sticks with me. And even my, my earlier years at new Egypt, um, like I made friends in those years and enjoyed. And I, I mean, new Egypt brought me into dirt racing. Yeah. I was asphalt Mm -hmm. and it was NASCAR and it was asphalt racing and it was, you know, asphalt late models, pancake cars. Yeah. Modifieds. (laughs) Um, so, you know, new Egypt has a special place in my heart with, you know my early you know not teens, but you know my eleven being eleven twelve Twins. You know, Tweens. Twins? is that what it's called I think
0: so I don't know what the ween is
1: yeah I we're gonna just we're gonna go with that mm-hmm. Tweens. the <laughs> the early part of that my elevens my twelves and thirteen
0: I still I'm still stuck on it it's okay that's fine
1: now I am too um <laughs> But you know, so there's a special place in my heart for New Egypt, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, for bringing me the dirt to dirt racing. Still, the greatest. Um, mm-hmm. Here I go, mm-hmm. the, like the greatest thing I ever saw, and it's the reason why.
0: Your wife, I know. <laughs> oh wait, second best. If I
1: had met her back then, back then, absolutely. Um, the great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the greatest thing I ever saw was the first time I went to New Egypt it was well maybe it was it was one of the first nights i ever went there when my dad had started racing there after flemington closed was and it was the reason i ever i found out who kenny Brightbill was mm-hmm. i watched that man wheel around that racetrack with with i thought was impossible at the time with no left rear shock on his car and had wow. he ran into the back of somebody busted the shock off and it was a crazy thing i'd ever seen yeah it was in like a heat race he ran he Ended up either winning or finishing second in the heat race with no left front shock. The thing just dangling off the car, which, you know, if anyone knows anything about our cars is possible. You can yeah. do it. I'm pretty yeah. sure the Mike won a race with like a f- left front flat not that long ago. Yeah, I think.
0: but a shock's a pretty big deal.
1: But I thought that was something. Like he, from his however long of experience at that point mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, knew, hey, whatever. I just have to keep, keep, going. keep the nose off the ground. Yeah. And he did it, and it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen because I was, you have all four tires on the ground, you stay on the ground, you race through the corners flat on asphalt dirt. It was like you just lean the thing over on the right rear and just hammer down and get shit done. And it mm-hmm. was, that was what won me over to dirt racing was watching something like that. It was the greatest thing I'd ever saw. So I don't know where I'm going with that. but
0: me Welcome back. But it was...
1: <laughs> But it was, you know, my grand introduction to dirt racing—a great memory, childhood memory. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! It's but hilarious. I
1: have those. I have those. Those kind of early memories yeah. that are that are great, and it's you know, I would, I wouldn't change it for the world.
0: Um, We're still recording. Yeah, we worry. are still recording. So for me, I I always joke with Mike about it because it is so interesting how we grew up and how Mike grew up because his dad didn't start racing until he was 30. Okay. I think I'm pretty sure that's why his number was 30. Um, not that that's young or old or either, yeah. but it wasn't like his, he started it because his father started it. Like he just did it kind of for fun. He, yeah. he was, he was really good at it, but Mike would watch and Speedway in the grandstands with his grandmother. I don't know if Mike ever made friends. <laughs> So I don't, I don't. I wish he was here to give us his story. This would have been a good time
1: to have somebody else with us, but <laughs> yeah, here, here we just, are. You're just hearing our are. stories. Here we
0: are. But I like it's just so funny how different. Maybe it's just the New York people because I'm going to categorize them right now. Um, how they were raised compared to how we were raised at like Flemington, New Egypt. Okay, because our family knew each other, so maybe basically how we were raised. Because you know I say to Mike because he, he's like. We discuss, you know, kids and how we'd want to raise them too and and involve them in racing, and we see it through BP3's eyes. Like, it warms my heart watching BP3 grow up. Like, when Billy was racing New Egypt Weekly and just seeing everywhere I grew up, I hung out, I was selling T-shirts, I was eating the cheese fries. I'm, like, tearing up just thinking about it because that's what I was doing when I was his age, and now he's doing it. I'm like... Like, you're reliving it all over again. Yeah, and, it's cool. Yeah, and so Mike and I discuss this stuff all the time, and he's like, yeah, but, man, the things that you did when you were young, I'm like, I turned out fine. Thank you. I turned out freaking fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Michael. So, So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Our kids are probably screwed because they're going to be me, and <laughs> you're going to have more of me. So <laughs> – but the memories made, and like you said, I mean – Gosh, there was years my dad wasn't home for Christmas yeah. because he's either racing or he was in the hospital. <laughs> um, he was injured or broke yeah. his leg or broke his arm, couldn't do this. It was gone for a week, gone for two weeks. Yeah. But for me, now I'm going to take it to a different approach, is as hard as it is and was, like I feel as a child we cling on to the good memories. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think about the times my my mom my dad weren't there for me. I think about what they were able to do because I know, like by the time I finally realized that my dad does this for a living and there's people in the stands booing and he crashes and they're cheering next to me and I'm like, ye big. I start crying because I'm like, you don't realize that that puts food on our table. yeah, And for my dad to follow his passion – And my mom too. Like I look at them and I see teamwork and I I say it to Mike all the time. I'm like, we are a team and he completely agrees, but I'm always saying like, it's us against the world. He's like, I don't know why we're against the world, Mandy. I'm like, but we are, it's us against the world. It's
1: you gotta think big.
0: Thank you. (laughs) So it's, I, I look at my parents and how they raised us and it's like, yeah, you know, they could have done things differently, but they did the best of their ability. My brother and I think we turned out. I always tell my, my father I turned out better than my brother. It's fine. I, we, we just keep Let us know Billy. in the comments if you agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all turned out fine. Um, yes. It's totally biased. Yeah. But I look at my parents and I see a relationship that they're still together, which friggin' A in this world and day and age we're in, the, yeah. they they made it successful they had kids everyone is healthy everyone is happy they lived an incredible life and that is paving the path for me and my brother and all generations to come that they followed their dreams yeah and that's hey that's why we're here doing this
1: yeah well it's a it's a great uh it's a great example mm-hmm. it, that's a fantastic example I mean, look look at what you've been able to achieve off of not that i'm uh, i mean it's like in the nice way but like to achieve off of your father following his dreams yeah. and and for him chasing you know this never ending goal of being the greatest race car driver to ever live mm-hmm. you know and, and now you've been able to do something even even you know arguably better or at least as good up from see.
0: he he has become Billy pa- or no he's become Manny's father. Weirdest thing. Manny Pouch Mahaney's. Yeah, Manny. sorry, Manny Patch Mahaney's father. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah, you're
1: welcome. <laughs> before I forget.
0: It's recording. Yeah, recording. Before I forget.
1: <laughs> do you remember the first time you ever heard somebody boo your dad? Or cheer in an in a non-cheering moment? Do you like or have an early memory for one
0: thing that it comes to, yep. It's
1: it it's when you I still am when, traumatized. when you said it, it honestly brought a wave of holy shit i forgot that i had this memory in my head Mm -hmm. of the first time i ever heard somebody talk bad about my dad who didn't know him yeah who (sighs) like was happy that my dad had just wrecked and was out of a race and being around that and being like i don't know what to do in this situation he doesn't know who i am i'm just here I don't know how You're my like mom, I don't child. know how my, a I don't, sponge. yeah, and like, well, it was like, I, my mom didn't hear it, or she's ignoring it, like, and, and at the, you know, I was probably like seven or eight, maybe, yeah. and it's like, do I say, like, that's my dad, don't say that, like, mm-hmm. or, you do know. Do you like, really it, think
0: it, they'd say sorry, though?
1: I, and I don't know, it's, I, it's, it's one of those things where it's, but it was weird, like, it just. Yeah. Brought this crazy. Yeah. Crazy memory that I, moment, I I sorry. totally I totally forgot mm-hmm. about. It. it was like I remember that that's it was an awful feeling that I would never want anybody to experience, no. like, especially at a young age.
0: Someone that works, and I'm not categorizing or putting anyone down, but someone that works a desk job, I don't think their kids ever gonna hear how they wish their father crashed on the highway. Yeah, you know, like what? So yeah. I. I would say positive but negative is that the sport makes us kids grow up a lot faster. We were yeah. mature a lot earlier than all the kids in our grades.
1: yeah, I mean I was. I know
0: I, I know uh, I know boys mature slower, so I don't know about you.
1: That's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not gonna dispute that yeah. Oh uh, well uh, just on the first part of that. You're I'm I was always hanging around older kids. Mm-hmm. Well, for the well, I feel like for the most part, I was always around somebody older.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I think that aged you up, but most people are too. So I mean, I I guess it's not totally abnormal. Um, but I think that was my my thing was I was or actually I was just around I was around older people. My dad's crew. I mean, they were always I was always with them. If mm-hmm. I was if I wasn't, like if I was at the shop with my dad, like I was. I realized not that long ago, I know like nineties grunge music because <laughs> yep. that's what my dad and his crew guys listen to yep. in the shop, like Nirvana and all the, and like all those bands from like the early nineties. I only know the music. I, I don't listen to that music, but I know it because yeah. of wh- who I was ex- like, I was just around these, you know, 30 and 40 year old guys all the time, like in the shop and you know, at the racetrack or just driving to the racetrack in the truck. I mean, that's what my dad listened to. It's what they mm-hmm. listened to. And it's like, that, that's crazy. Like, it, it's, you know, just that little, that little thing. And obviously, you know, I was a young kid. So I'm not like, I wasn't like getting pulled in like, hey, have a beer, Jordan. It was like, I'm a little too young for that. Like, they yeah. weren't doing anything. Like, it wasn't anything like that. But um, you I, know, I, I still got exposed to you know, older, mature thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it not to sound weird, but it's just, you know, I definitely was, you know, around older friends and it was maybe matured me more, I guess.
0: I strongly feel, and a lot of drivers that have family members would say is that racing keeps the kids out of trouble. I don't yeah. know about you. Yeah. But, I mean, I... Especially when you have family that races and the whole reputation thing comes into play and it's like people know your dad, people mm-hmm. know your family, you know, make sure you watch your P's and Q's. Because Did you
1: ever feel pressured to watch what you say? Oh, I still young- do. Every damn yeah. day, Jordan. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I feel like that's what led me to public relations. I really do. Really? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. I went to school to college for. Yeah. I am. Um, I'll always remember my mom saying to me is we were at New Egypt and I had gotten in trouble for throwing stones under the bleachers. Like, who does that? But I get it. Okay, it's fine. I got in trouble. Nobody I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for not throwing me under Jordan. It probably was you. Um, I got in trouble and my mom had told me later that night. She was like, listen, you know, whether you're at the track or, you know, you're at your friends or you're at like Great Adventure there's a very high possibility that there might be someone like it wasn't a, Ooh, like we're the pouch family. You know, it was, you don't know who knows you. You don't know who knows your dad. You know, he's worked very hard for what we have. So you have to, you have to, you know, represent our family yeah is pretty much. And I, I was taught that at a very young age and I feel, um, I mean, I look at BP three and he's just gosh darn quiet, so I don't think we had to worry about him. His sister, on the other hand, she's gonna give them she's a She's a firecracker. Oh my god, she is gonna be a whoo. <laughs> she's gonna need the talking that I got because I don't think Billy ever got that talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's gonna be you. Yeah, sure. So. She already looks
0: like me. It, we're it they're in trouble. It's that's, fine. that's true. Yeah. That's true.
1: Yeah, I, I never I never got that kind of like I said, my dad wasn't he was Small, small scale racing celebrity. Yeah, you know he had his many successes, but I, I don't. I never got that kind of. That was never an issue. Um, so that's that. It's so that's why I asked because I I I wouldn't know that kind of experience of being like you have to, you know, watch because of your name. Like you have yeah. to watch what you're doing. And
0: I mean, there is plenty of things that I've I've discussed on this podcast already that I regret that haunt me, and it's like. And it's one of those things, yeah, you have to experience it yourself so then it can haunt you for the rest of your life. So then you don't do it again. So you learn the hard way, even though mom told you. That's true. You know, we're going to learn, but at least I kind of got like a forewarning. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Hey, I, I I learned by doing it, so. Exactly. Who doesn't? I'm If I'm, if I'm going to mess up, I have to mess up. Mm-hmm. How much can I curse? I didn't um, ask.
0: Mm, just...
1: No f bombs.
0: No, no, no. We do have kids. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm just um. Uh, this was something I wanted to ask. You can three,
0: say oh skittles.
1: Three hours ago. Well, if I say, I think I said shit already. Can yeah. I, can, I, can I just shit and
0: dams? Kind of like you poop and there's a dam over there. It's fine. <laughs> okay.
1: Because <laughs> it's gonna fly. I don't. know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't.
0: It it flies for me sometimes, and I've gotten backlash for that. Trust me. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Ava, but that's what the podcast
0: is for i know i know it's a conversation we're, all, we're
1: allowed to sit isn't that the whole point with it's podcasting is it because of the youtube part of it
0: no i just i just know we have a lot of young kids that watch my stuff yeah yeah is so, it mostly that for the cursing i so freaking literally yeah. talk to me off camera i'll curse as much as i want I don't care. I we were raised have, at the racetrack, dude. I have, to, okay. I
1: have to tame myself. I thought the yeah. podcast was where I could unleash. No, it's I fine. wish. I'm, I mean, was. Uh, I it was something I wanted to ask when we when we started. And I was like, I never. I've been. I've been trying. My. I've been. I think I've been. been, very I've been I think I've been pretty good. You've been great. I I'm. That. I'm. I'm gonna let a few go at some point, but okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I. I just. Yeah. It was something I crossed my mind that I wanted to make sure I got right. You're good. Okay. Yeah. No. We were. Yeah that's where I learned it was in the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, was that the race track?
0: <laughs> Yeah. There's I everyone, every parent raises their child differently and that's okay. But I think that for me personally, I, I don't know if I would want to raise my kids any other way. Cause again, I love, I'm going to sound cocky and it's fine, but I love how it turned out. Yeah. I love the, the road I've taken the, the obstacles, all the hardships that I've gone through. It's gotten me to where I am. And I, I, I feel like I always have to say nothing against, so please don't take it personally. It's just what's made for you is made for you. What's made for you is made for you and vice versa for the other person. And some people are meant to be moms. Some people are meant to chase their kids around, drop them off at daycare, drop the other one off at soccer and the other one off at karate and the other one, like, they just do that, and I, like my parents, always they didn't push, but they wanted us to try things outside of racing, which I know you want you want to touch on. And, um, my brother did basketball. My brother did wrestling. I did gymnastics. I did basketball, softball. But as soon as it started getting serious, I was like, I don't want to miss the races. You know, you you mentioned yeah. Courtney, your wife, missing. Parties and prom and stuff, and I had the prom dress. I didn't go to prom. You didn't go to prom? No, I. It was if it rained. I had a I had a prom date. I had a backup plan, and if it rained out, we were wow. going. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm happy with it. You keep looking in this direction like something's there.
1: No, I'm just I'm just looking. It's just how I. You're look. freaking me out. It's just how.
0: Because so- <laughs> you don't have glasses on. No one is over there, Jordan. I think I'm seeing
1: somebody. No. Um,
0: <laughs> Do you ever hear about the chicken ghost? No. Do we discuss this on here? Do
1: we have? Do we have no, to? No, it's okay. okay. We can,
0: if you guys are curious, just let me know.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll touch on it. We'll touch on it later. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to that.
0: Okay.
1: No, it's just I'm. I don't know. I'm just looking at all the incredible achievements around me and mm. freaking out a little bit. Um, that's that's that's. I don't know if I would have missed, but I, again, I was at a different. point yeah. I was at a different point in my life so at, you the, kind at, got at, at away. the at the end of. In, during my high school years so yeah it's i couldn't imagine and it honestly it because that's kind of sports though too that's right that's how it kind of worked out was i <laughs> it was just kind of how all the timing like my dad was getting out like as i was going into high school like he stopped like he sold all of his stuff he got out of race like his car owner got out he got out my cousin ej ej harrington um shout out, shout out to ej he was getting into racing at that time but like it was again i was like transitioning into high school and i wanted to play football and honestly football was just it, you have to commit it's either like mm-hmm. oh i'm going to go off and you know help my cousin on his race car all the time or i'm going to go play football which is you know honestly i'm going to be selfish and i want to i want to do the thing that i've been working really hard to do yeah. for myself and which good for you i wanted to do that i thought maybe that would be an avenue into college um It wasn't, but I got that experience. I got to go play football for four years and be just like a, I don't want to say a normal Normal. high school kid and be a normal kid. But like, I kind of got to get away and just do the, just do the, the the average thing of just like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends, go to a party. I'm going to go play football i'm gonna go hang out with these people i'm gonna go do this and that but honestly i sprinkled in going to races in there too like if i didn't have anything to do on a weekend my dad was like you want to go watch ej race yeah let's go Mm -hmm. absolutely it was it was it was great to be able to do that stuff and still be around the sport but honestly like it was nice to it's nice to be able to look back and go i got to kind of live A different life for a little while too like Mm -hmm. i hate saying it like it's like like this oh you either have to be in the racing world or not yeah or that it's right or wrong it's more just like it was nice to just be a guy that you know went to parties and played a sport and lived the high school the normal high school the normal again here ah, I know, man, the close. normal the normal high school yep. life but you know looking back it's like that's that's cool but i was always a racer i was always mm-hmm. every sunday i'm watching the nascar race every saturday i'm still wondering how ej ran mm-hmm. or you know benny Donnarumma or Matty call those guys that i that i that my dad helped and and not i was around um, like I was always wondering what was going on in new Egypt and then was going there when I wanted to. Um, so I still got in it. And then the second I got out of high school was like, all right, what am I going to do in my life? I'm working a little bit. As soon as I built out some money, what was the first thing I did? I bought a race bought car. A race car. <laughs> the second I was like, I got a couple of grand in my, in my bank account. I bought a race car. Yeah. So like it, you never get away from it. You can get away, but like, it's always, if you're a true racer, you want, you want to do it. And it was something that, you know, obviously I grew up around, but I had a passion for it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, again, like I said, first thing I did when I had money, bought a race car. And that was the end of it.
0: Yeah. So for um, a lot of families, I've seen some of the kids, like say there's a family with two kids. The son's really into it. The daughter's not into it. You know, it kind of like there's a a split, right? But I feel. I mean, you're an only child. (laughs) I was.
1: I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was like, I'm an only child, so they didn't have. They didn't have have to to deal with that. Yeah,
0: but you can probably at least say that racing. I don't want to say it kept your family together, but it it brings conversation to the table.
1: Oh, it's it's always it's, and that's. I, I pick up my mother about it because she, she loved, she loved going to the races. I say, uh, she used to really like it. Don't get me I don't ever want to get that wrong, but um, she would always, you know, have, have the, the minor little complaints. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what else will we do? Yeah. Like, what else would we be talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah, we can talk about other, uh, like other stuff, but like,
0: yeah, I don't really
1: but want like, to. You know, she'd be like, why are you, she'd be like, you and your father have been talking about racing for an hour. Like, let's talk about something else. Like it's cause it's, interesting yeah it's the it's the thing we're doing Mm -hmm. it's it's what we do it's what we've always done and it's our passion it's what we love doing obviously we're going to talk about it obviously yeah like it's Mm -hmm. it's part of who we are and you know she'll agree and yeah I don't know if it's what kept us together but it's it's the most interesting thing we've ever done and will ever do and there it's amazing
0: yeah I mean there's family that they have their own sports team that they follow. Oh. And just the other day, it was so cool. Was it was heartwarming to me. was um a gentleman tweeted to me. Is it tweeted to her at? I don't know, but he said that he was planning his year schedule for him and his granddaughter.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I think, you know, there's family that do Sunday spaghetti night. We mm-hmm. do Saturday at the races. Yeah. Like that is freaking, it's, it's amazing. And, I just, you discussed normal, quote unquote, you live the normal life. And I feel. I'm sorry. (laughs) When I was younger, my mom always used to say, you're going to get tired of racing. And I was like, no, I'm not. You're full of it. There's no way. And I'm 30 and I'm like, okay, I can wait a little bit longer for racing season to start. Yeah. You know, like I need, but we, on our side, we're racing freaking 100 races a year. So it's, you get burnt out, but it. I don't know. I just, I still got to go. I still got to go.
1: Is there is has there been a time where you've wanted, where you've just been like, not again, not, neither one of us are going to say like, we're done. Like, yeah. ra- racing's like, no. But is there, you were just like, I would love a break. I would love a break from I this. Out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could never, um, I don't know. I say that right now. I, I see what my parents are doing and they're on vacation and guess where they're at tonight? They're at Volusia. Yeah, they're, you know Yeah, like,
1: they're down there. They're they're enjoying the racetrack, yeah. but they're just there to hang yeah, out and they watch.
0: Were New Smyrna, Daytona. Um, I where we house the cars in Elizabethtown, New York, Mike and I, freaking sunny day in July, we're driving down the highway and there's this one spot where everyone jumps off this cliff. And it's like this beautiful little area, mountains. Like you're in that Adirondacks. yeah. And I see all these kids jumping around and having fun, and bring their coolers and they're picnicking. And I'm like, oh, like it's a Saturday. Like, can you imagine if like we could do that? But I will say, like that, it sucks. However, you know, because holidays, we're racing on holidays because we're the entertainment. Yeah, you know, we don't get. Typically get 4th of July off. We don't get Labor Day off. We don't get Memorial Day off.
1: You're, you're going to celebrate it when it's not that time. Yeah. So,
0: like, <laughs> cool. We can maybe, maybe if we're lucky, go jump off a cliff on a, on a Wednesday. But it reminded me. There might
1: not be anybody there, you know. Yeah. You beat the crowd. That's
0: true. That just reminded me was <laughs> New Egypt when I was younger. Um, Blessed the Lydells because Carol Nardi pretty much, shout out to them, like raised me when my parents were on the road. And they would take me to the beach on Saturday. We'd go to their friend's house shower and we'd be at the races in time for hot laps. yeah like my parents I I would never want to say like I'd want to live the normal life like there's so many people that just, oh, I love to live the life you live and it's it's a lot. but again, back to my parents is my they always made sure we got to experience things. yeah, you know, we'd make a trip out of it, we'd go go to this park or we'd go I don't know to a market some random ass flea market right but you're building memories outside of and with your family and I don't know i just, I just wouldn't want it any other way
1: yeah and that's that's awesome that's great and that's the right answer I guess or that's I think so (laughs) no but that's that's again I mean you can argue that we just we don't know you don't know any different or I don't know any different um but that's that's okay. It's it's been great for us. I have no issues with how my we time out was great, spent. Jordan. Yeah. I I'm, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> great job. <laughs> but that's that's just a, it, that's why I mean that's why I ask you know if there was just any time that you were just like I just would I would like to just go on a Saturday. You know, instead of going the right – I mean you guys got a bit of a taste of it having Saturdays off. Yeah. Last Last year, you Uh, know, Mike was like, I'm not going to race anywhere on Saturdays. So it was, was there was plenty, there was plenty of times where, but you also had the benefit of just racing another, racing another night.
0: You know what happens when my husband's not racing and my brother's racing, you know where you're going to find me.
1: (laughs) At a bowling alley.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, silly. I'd be outside in the sunshine. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's, it's a catch 22, but it's, I, I, I'm addicted to racing. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm grateful that when I first started dating Mike, he had to be at every single race. And if he wasn't at every single race, like he was going to die. It was just terrible. I'm like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. I mean, I have two racers at home. I don't need another one. And you want to race even more. And so he knowing
1: Mandy prior to Mike, she did say, I will not date a race car driver
0: freaking married one
1: and then you went and married one i know you did something right mike
0: i I definitely need (laughs) to get my head checked it's okay but yeah you're yeah i had to find the right one so
1: you had to find the one you had to find the one that raced the most
0: (laughs) seriously (laughs) i didn't think about that oh my god yeah ain't that the damn truth (laughs) so we've tamed him down a little bit actually did you know because um we didn't race florida this year Mike did not race Florida this year. People are blaming me. Really? Yeah, because he's now married. I get to set the pace.
1: Oh, right. Do they I didn't know. realize you had that much control over him. I didn't him. know wow. either. That's interesting. Yeah. Incredible that people could figure that out. I know. You know, all in their
0: own.
1: <laughs> Just, off. Just yeah. out of nowhere. Like, you know what? He didn't go to Volusia for the first time in how many years?
0: Now he's married. That's- he's married. Manny's fault. It is. It's it's always the wife's fault. And it's fine. I I am I've <laughs> grown up in racing. I've got the thick skin. Blame me. I don't yeah. care. If there, don't care. if there's
1: one consistent thing in, in racing, if something goes if something's not right to, you know, the outside world, it must be the
0: wife's fault. Yeah. The she doesn't want him racing anymore, yeah. which yeah. God, we all know. I that's another topic. But is it? It oh yeah it is but uh, okay. Mike he he's we've tamed I I have helped tame him down so
1: for for good I mean for good reasons I, yeah, for good, yeah. It, it's
0: showed because he's doing a lot better but I would say I'm really glad that we're not doing every single race in the off season like I like my break away from humans it's like my time to just be a hermit and not see anybody talk to anyone stay in my sweatpants for a couple months you know yeah where is mandy nobody knows like where's is mike is he even racing this <laughs> year we're hiding we are hiding so we can recharge to see everyone for the next nine months
1: yeah, yeah. it's
0: literally what we're doing
1: yeah you need it
0: yeah you're after
1: o- running however many races you're always
0: when you're in the traveling pod, like, you're always on and i feel yeah. like again it's i literally was this is another conversation like I was pretty much formed from the womb to do what I'm doing.
1: You're literally immersed in every single way in this, in the sport. You've been, you've been raised in it. You've been, you now work in it. Yeah. You are married further
0: into it. I could have taken a different route if I wanted to, but instead I, I stuck to it. I skipped prom. (laughs) I, oh, I've missed Oh man, my one ex, his sister got married, and I skipped the wedding for racing. Obviously, it didn't didn't work out. Wow. So. sorry. That luckily, must have, that must have been it. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, my sisters are married, but um, don't have to worry <laughs> that, about that. That was already taken Actually, care of. <laughs> Actually, they know that um, birthday parties. They don't even invite us. They don't even invite us.
1: Uh, well, hey, that's that's. I mean, I yeah, that's
0: a big part of it. High school, I. I just got to the point where no one invited me to anything anymore, and I kind of was butt hurt. Like they don't like me, but really, I probably just didn't like them because they didn't understand racing. So there was no point of going to the party.
1: Uh, if they didn't know what racing was, I don't want to be. I didn't a, care. I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't speak to that no. because I was.
0: You had. Fr- I. I connected. maybe have two. Where's the microphone? I maybe have two friends that are not involved in racing. Maybe I'm b- left at like one because I don't even talk to the other one anymore. That came from school. That's it.
1: That's not too far off. Probably the normal average of people. I might that...
0: have three friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, how many friends do I have?
0: Yeah, let me think about that again.
1: I had I had something and now I'm, now I'm blanking.
0: I distracted you. I'm sorry.
1: No, uh, no, I'd...
0: I. The there's. <laughs> So did, did it come back to you or no? Because I, no, I got just, something. No, keep talking. Okay. <laughs> you keep so going. all right, um, just like any sport, school, wherever you go, there's cliques, and, um, I was never in a clique in in high school. I was the outsider, which I fe- feel like people were like, "Ew, she thinks she's too good." And I'm like, I just, I just want to go to the races, and then you get to the races, and there's cliques there too. So I had, I don't know anything about that. uh, Yeah. Like I, I had friends at the races, but clicks or not majority of the people in racing, they always had your back. Yeah. And I don't see that in school. I don't see that in college. I, I didn't, I would not have learned that elsewhere because you get a flat on the side of the road. There is some random fan or your competitor stopping and helping you.
1: Yeah. It's, it's definitely different um racing is a totally different animal when it comes to the people that are Mm -hmm. involved and what they'll do for i mean there's i I can count on one hand maybe the the people that i would if they were broken down the side of the road i'd not help probably just keep driving but at the same but at the same time (laughs) now even thinking about it now it's like man you know you would just be the bigger person be like hey what do you need
0: yes good karma jordan What, what do you
1: need you know, even at the racetrack, it's like, what do you what do you need? How oh, this guy i I mean, everybody's seen it. Yeah. You know, I, I just saw it when uh Corey was running this past year and we completely obliterated the drive the the drive shaft and the drivetrain and, and I was underneath the car trying to tear it apart, trying to tear it all apart and see what we needed. And like I'm I was literally underneath the car and I'm like got a screwdriver and a wrench and i'm like doing stuff and i'm like having i had like a box of parts like slid next to me it was like an entire drive shaft set up and it was like and it was literally just one of johnny i'll just shout out johnny mcclellan's guys um like literally just slid this entire box it was just like whatever you guys need here it is and we ended up just not being able to everything was blown out if you know anything about a drive, like a drive shaft coming apart in a modified, it takes everything with it. Yeah. Um, we end up, but it you know, if, but it was like, it was there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, we're five minutes into this. All anybody heard was, you know, Corey Fleming's down. He needs something. And it was like, what do you need? This mm-hmm. here, here it all is. And like, yeah. you, I don't know where else you see stuff like that happen where, you know, just everyone's just, we're all in it together everyone wants to help everyone, you know, everyone just wants to be able, and for me, it was always, well, you know, if, even if it's my, you know, best competitor, you know, there's a part of me that's like, well, I don't want that to be the reason why I beat you tonight. Mm -hmm. So here's whatever you need. Yeah. You know, that there was a small part of that, but it was also just, you know, if it's just a friend, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I, whatever's mine's yours. Um, you know, so there's, yeah, the, there's nothing that beats the people that are in racing, and um, again, I don't know about the clicks. You know, I don't know anything about that stuff. I, I guess I'm, I'm I just sh- got pushed out. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I know. I know that I know that there that there is, and I know it's a
0: female thing. Remember? Uh, no,
1: no? I, I was. I didn't want to suggest that, but that, that's not true. Okay. There's. De- I was literally about to say there's definitely drivers that you know they want to just hang out with the people they want to hang out with. Yes. You know. If anything, I'm I've always been the outsider because normally I was older than some of the guys I was racing against, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, I, you know, I kind of tag along once in a while. But there's definitely it's like, oh, what's what's up, old guy? How you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, thanks. Sorry, um, I'll just stand over here. Yeah. Um, but in the long, in the whole grand scheme of things, nothing beats the friendship and the just the great attitude that racers all have for each other and the respect it there's nothing that beats it yeah and it's definitely something to you know want to keep going and pass down and and teach like this is how you treat other not just you know the people in racing but this is how you treat other people mm-hmm.
0: i feel you just you get to experience so much more even if you know your your parents don't have to be the race car drivers you could be a fan in the stands or your yeah. your father could be crewing on a car you know you're You're just going to learn so much and you see so much. And, you know, a lot of parents want to try and, I guess, not shadow, but like filter their kids from seeing certain things. Like they're going to see it anyways. Yeah. You know, like you, you want to protect your kids as best as you can, but there's no better place than the racetrack. Like, If you see a five-year-old run out of the racetrack, out of the gates, and no one's watching that kid, you bet your bottom dollar someone's going to be chasing after that kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, as, like you said, as much as we are competitors, like, you know, I see someone's kids crying, and I don't like their parents. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm still going to take care of the kid, you know? (laughs) Like, and I would hope someone probably maybe did that for me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But growing up in the sport, there is literally nothing else like it. And I just, I don't know if I would have, I know I would have turned out the way I did if it weren't for the sport.
1: Yeah, its it's been great to not only you and your family, but it's, I'm still in it. Mm-hmm. My dad's still in You know, it's been great to us too. And um, I know so many other people that have, you know, that are great people in the sport. And it's been, the, the benefits are just I feel like second to none. And the friendships I've made, the people I've met, um, you know, you wouldn't see that in, in any other way or anywhere else. And growing up in it was difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's perfect. No, nothing's no easy. No childhood is perfect or yeah. easy. Um, but well, I, I know you've said it probably three times already. We turned out all right.
0: We turned out freaking great.
1: And I have awesome Awesome memories at the yeah. racetrack. Um, I don't know how many more we're going to get into now. Probably not m- many or anything, but um, like it, there was just nothing to beat. You know, being able to watch my dad kick ass on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. You got to do it a lot more than I did. Amen. But
0: best feeling. Like
1: best. there's nothing, nothing that beats that. No. Ever. I don't think.
0: And talk about complete. 180 is the kids are the future of our sport jordan we are the future now yeah like um, uh, uh like look at what we're doing Uh and so yeah we hope that our kids will one day do the same thing
1: i wonder what they'll be doing
0: probably laughing at our podcast saying oh my god that's so old school (laughs) what could what could possibly be in 20 years from now
1: wow youtube that's that's not
0: wow that was so cool
1: that that used to be cool
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) my mom used to be a youtuber (laughs)
1: I bet you had a MySpace nerd.
0: <laughs> no, Exanga. Was, what? Wasn't Exanga before MySpace? Or was that?
1: I don't even know what that is. No? What is it?
0: I think it's. Now you're making me question Exanga.
1: Exa- are you saying X? Ex- I,
0: don't, I don't know how to spell it. So I'm just kind of like. Zang-
1: are you saying Zanga, Zanga? Or are you putting an X in there? It sounds like something I probably should know, and I'll be corrected here. We'll but check it. We'll check it. We're going to fact check. If I coach. have anything, it's it was MySpace, MySpace. Facebook, and then now the and then the, the world ended because that's pretty much where it ends. Yeah, is Facebook. Yep. Um. Yeah. I. I, I would hope nothing. Less than you know what we what I experienced for mm-hmm. you know as a childhood for my kids. Yeah. Um. And you know maybe your future kids. I don't, I don't know what you and Mike have planned out, but
0: it's a great question.
1: Um, again, we're not going to get, that's not what this nope. podcast is about. They're
0: going to be questioning me now. Thank you. <laughs> just had to put that out there. I we have to
1: keep the people guessing uh,
0: always. So I would definitely say to close it out is just, you know, bring your kids to the races, you know, let them, let them have fun. Let them experience it to the, to the best that they can. Let them make friends, let them get dirty, you know, and just, experience the life that we experience because they're going to turn out freaking awesome
1: if if you're looking at this and thinking it's awesome then go right ahead <laughs> <laughs> no very i very confident i know the the yeah i mean if talk about our experiences and the the future of racing is obviously the kids you you have to bring kids at a racetrack mm-hmm. you have to and this it was i know you wanted the work closing um are we though? but that's I know we're closing this out, but that's one thing that I admired about what you did when you were working at like Kutztown mm-hmm. was you were, it was all about kids, kids. And, and keeping the kids involved and making it in, I mean, obviously, you want the racing to be what kind of draws them in, but you know, kids get distracted at the racetrack and they need other things. I
0: used to sleep in the stands, dude. I don't even know if I'd make it for the future. So.
1: But that, and that was something that I w- always liked about New Egypt when I first started going there was they, ha- they had the, the drawings and stuff during the intermission and
0: playground, um, kids and, club. And then
1: they have the, the kids club and the playgrounds the there. And were you there
0: for the bus or were you after the bus?
1: I drove the bus once. Oh, jeez. <laughs> when I was after as a driver, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, the bu- I think the bus might have been after I was like, yeah, the, it was the definitely proper, after me. Too. The proper age to be yeah, r- riding the bus. Good. Um, but yeah, you had,
0: it's involving the kids. Always have to involve the kids. Mm-hmm. And if
1: you have kids and you want them to be in, in racing, don't be afraid. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's okay. It's, yeah. it's a great place to grow up. Any racetrack people. We turned again, we turned out pretty good. I think
0: you're getting better. We're turning out pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll okay. go with that. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoy this. This was a good Ted talk, small talk.
1: I hope you enjoyed my ramblings.
0: Yeah. Sames. Um, <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll get a little bit more comfortable and, and dive a little bit deeper more personal. Who knows? Confessions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm enjoying it. So let's let's keep it going. Sweet. We definitely have a lot more to say. I'm oh, sure. do
0: we ever? So thank you guys. Make sure to like, subscribe, um, screenshot this, share this on your social media platforms, tag us, and we will catch you guys next week. Thank you so much, Jordan.
1: Thank you for having me. I hope yes. I get to come back
0: uh so far you're doing all right okay well that's good to know (laughs) until next time (laughs) see you guys
1: bye